can I light this blunt? Are you smoking this blunt? I mean, I will. I got food if I get the munchies. Rachel is so aggressively loud. Fuck, I'm not. Like, like I just want to see the damage you leave behind you as you go tromping through your house. What? See, yeah, you can't even hear over yourself. (laughs) You're so fucking loud. (laughs) Are you done unwrapping shit? Can 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 you unwrap all your candies and then we can start the show? <laughs> I've been stoned for like twenty hours straight. Okay, <laughs> let me live. Have some lemon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. You're welcome. You appreciate me. You're welcome. Joining me is, <laughs> she looks so thrilled to be here, Lucy Wack. Hi, hi. Who are you again? Do you appreciate <laughs> me, Lucy Wack? I need some appreciation from you. Welcome to the show. We have Rachel Sanders. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. And we have Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm here. The gang is all here. Squatted up. We also have some guests. We'll get to them in a minute. They're fine. They're just heating up the room, so we'll just bide our time. Um, Hi, guys. Happy Pride. It's over. Pride Month is fucking almost over. How'd Chicago Pride go? Oh, I didn't see Chicago Pride. Were you not a dyke on a bike? What? You're usually a dyke on a bike. Oh, no, girl. I I haven't been part of the the motorcycle groups for a while. Um, I was in St. Louis mostly this weekend and rolled into town like mid-afternoon and then had to get ready and I went and hosted Queen. You you did? Ooh. Wait, Pride Weekend? Mm-hmm. Was it nuts? Uh, in St. Louis? No. At Queen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It I was know. really full because uh, it was one of the few bars that was not shut down at 1030. It was like... Probably the only bar that wasn't shut down. Oh. Yeah, I think I think they realized that if they tried to shut it down, they'd have to shut down all of Wrigleyville, and yeah. you know, not enough people of color were partying in those bars to do that. So, right. so that's what they do now. They close the Halstead bars at 10 p.m. and they closed Berlin. Wow. Yeah, they they the CPD came in at 10:30, and by 10:50, the entire club was empty. Wow. Mm-hmm. Haven't they done that the last couple of years though? Or no? Yeah, yeah. How, well, how many years has been going on? Because I mean, I've only been here four, so like they weren't doing I mean, it when I left. I think my last. Apparently, there was saying there was there was rioting and and like bottles getting thrown and. I mean, there like was. Thing. So okay. there absolutely was. <laughs> uh, but well, the, yeah, they didn't shut the, down Ridleyville when the Cubs. There, were no, I know, but no, like the reasoning, not. like no, we're but, gonna shut, we're gonna sh- kick all the people that are in the bars out into the rioting streets. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. Right. Well, I mean, and the thing is, is like Chicago's uh, pride has been problematic for many years. It's it's, it's, it's yeah, fucking it's, horrible. Yeah, it's just turning more and more into a shit show. But has yeah. this has has that plan been beneficial? Like, have we noticed? Like, has there been less craziness in the streets? Because I don't I think. think um, I think what it is is like by by whatever ten thirty the cops are like okay we're done arresting people like everything shuts down like and they start like I don't know clearing the streets of people or oh. trying to well happy pride you know happy <laughs> you know pride. I'd love to see them do that with the St Patrick's Day parade absolutely I mean and, I guess- well and that that's the thing about Chicago regardless like they celebrate drinking like drinking is what happens there and the, and and um and, and they are, they have events that are literally designed around it so <laughs> I my thing is is I don't think that the uh, the bars being open have ever been an issue for Pride. I think the issue with Pride is there's nothing to do with those people after 
the parade. Like literally after the parade, they're like, get the fuck out of here. And then everyone's trying to get into the bars. If they would utilize the lakefront like they should do and have like a really fun pride event post parade out by the lake, that would be so much easier to manage. You know, it's either you go one way or you drowned. You know what I mean? And then you, and then you put in you put in more music. And, and instead of having a Pride Fest before, the weekend before, do something after Pride. Give people something to do that's free that they can go and enjoy and still be prideful about the event. But that's just, what do I know? Tony, you should run for LGBT council. Can I? Is there a place? <laughs> I don't know. You're a Silver Lake icon. You should be the queen of it already. I can do what I want. Uh, Rachel, you've been stoned for 20 hours. How are you doing? Um, 21 hours now, oh, yeah. Right. It's finally wearing off. Oh. See, it's Thank you, God. It's you so wait, you went shit. to bed high last night and you woke up high? Yeah. What did you have, girl? Yeah, what were you I eating? just had a 25 milligram piece of chocolate. Oh, oh my you God. I, like, I wish that happened. fucked me up. 25, huh? Girl, that's yeah. not 25. Is a- I, that's why I took the whole thing. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. 25 milligrams, fine. No. All right. Well, listen. listen. I'm not okay. <laughs> I don't deal with those edibles because digestion's a fucked up thing. and You never know how it's going to fuck you over. So I'm like. like it also like hit really quickly and really hard. It's <laughs> like dissociating in my bathtub. I got a new tattoo. <laughs> And I had like this film on it, and I was like in my in my shower, like contemplating for like thirty minutes. Should I? Am I too stoned to take this off and reapply it? Oh my god! <laughs> so I ultimately did. Rachel but now Sanders, I'm now I'm paranoid that it's going to be infected because I watched too much Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> when I when oh I my god when I drove for Lyft, all the girls would tell me they couldn't do edibles. Like I hear that's a thing. Like edibles and uh, women do not mix well. Oh, you're misogynistic. Yeah, yeah you're totally okay, sexist. How, how are you, you sexist? Maxwell? I'm not a sexist. How this are is what you? They said to me lots of them said it who my lift passengers we would talk about edibles and weed and that's what they said like lots of them lots of ladies lots of you. ladies said that no i didn't just like lots, make lots it up of or... people in general tell me that they can't do edibles look at you you're just another you're just another lady rachel how's it feel <laughs> I did not say that at all. Tony um, the misogynist said that. Well, I'm either way, I'm glad that Pride is over. But listen, you know what else I'm really glad about that's almost over is fucking drag RuPaul's race. Drag Race. Yeah. But listen, we have some guests on the show today. They are both returning guests. Our first guest, she was the first to go home on Dragula season one. But at least she was on the internet. Pinche Queen. Hi, Pinche Queen. Am I close enough for this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just to make sure. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Stop. Hi. Hi. How Welcome. Are you? And listen, she's from absolutely nowhere, rural Illinois, <laughs> and doesn't do shit except for like slot around on the streets of Los Angeles. Cabrina Barely is here as well. Hi. Hi, Cabrina. I brought some LA Queens on today because, you know, we're just never represented. No one gives a shit about the L.A. Queen. You said we we are never represented. You, you'll you'll see you'll see on season eleven. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, thank God you're here again, Tony. LGBT community queen council. I'm LA here to help. Representative. I'm here up? to I'm here Let's to help. Stop making that right. another thing he's going to announce before every show. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you talk in the mic too, bitch? No one will hear it. They don't come. Okay. There, do, you, do you hear it? Do you hear the difference? Yeah, I hear it now. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, good. You know, I know you don't do media much. We get it. <laughs> We're just building Tony's resume every second of this episode. Yeah. Guys. I mean, at some point when I am the gay president of the United States and I destroy the planet by making friends with uh, Kim Jong-un, you'll all know why. Um, hey, what's going on, girls? Pinche Queen. Hi. You have been uh, extremely visible lately. I try my best. Yeah, you. Girl. You know, a mess, man. It's not. Well, that is true. That is true. I was talking about my success. But oh, right. Me too. Me too. Okay. Well, it was not fat shaming. You would never. We're sisters. <laughs> um, but like, in I would say like in the last year, you've kind of really started taking no, off yeah, and definitely. doing a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm really like fortunate that within like the last year, I've been able to travel a lot more. Yeah, uh, on the good graces of a couple people's recommendations, <laughs> and it's worked. <laughs> and I've been doing the damn thing now uh, because. 
when you first went through the Dragula Ring of Moreau and you were mm-hmm. you were the first to go, like I think that like that that might kind of like hit you a little difficult. And I, I know, and yeah. I always wonder uh, about the, the about on any competition the first to go because like that's a lot to take. No, on. yeah, absolutely. Did you find like you got kind of down in the dumps and kind of fell off for a minute there? No, yeah, I didn't do drag for like two months. Yeah, and then I just came back at it and I was like, well, I'll show them that. I'll show them why I didn't win or, like, I went home first. It's because I was pretty. Yeah. And oh, you were so got, much got, better than Dragula Queen. Like, so well, much thanks. better. Yeah. yeah, you're the pork chop of the season. That's Absolutely. so iconic. Yeah. Absolutely. And it helped because no one had expectations of me doing anything good. And then I'd show up. I'd, I'd just show up to the gig. And, and they're like, like she's actually good. She showed up. Yeah, I like you. You're good. I like when you throw liquids on your face. That's always cool. <laughs> and you know what? It, my makeup never runs. I'm Tony though. That's impressive. Oh girl, mine yeah. by the by the time I'm done with the fucking gig, I have a ring of makeup on my chest because it literally <laughs> is just all melted down into a pool of my clavicle. Um is a big word for I, people like Yeah, you. girl, she reads. Um no, I listen, I um I kind of have a kinship with uh Pinche in a way because uh she's she's like me in a way that she is very rarely entertained. Like you have to <laughs> I you everything. You, you have to be a very good performer or put on a very good show to get a rise out of Pinche Queen. And um, I just really respect that about you because it's Thank like you. there's like no question. Like you, you can tell it on your face just as easily <laughs> as you can yeah. tell it on my face when you're not amused about a situation. So when I go to a party... I'm always looking out for Pinche Queen because she's my barometer. Yeah, and I, I'm always right next to the stage, so that performer knows I'm not. Into yeah, that. if those right if those though. lips are down, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, this is not good. Uh, hunker in, Cabrina. Hey. You're not doing a thing. <laughs> you know, just being a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Same. <laughs> eating, eating my Panda Express, by the way. Oh yeah, just yeah. nibbling over there, yeah. aren't you, girl? Just have, just Every helping you yourself. Away to sneak a little piece. <laughs> Stay away from my peanut butter balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is weird, Cabrina. You actually um, have been doing drag now for how many years? Two. Two. So yeah. you're you're now into your second year. Yeah. Um, how's it been going for you? You're um, you're busy. You're around last, Los Angeles. You're doing things. My last like six to eight months have been like amazing. I've been performing a lot. I'm in drag. Well, a lot for me is drag at least once a week. Yeah. Which when you work full time, that's already a lot. So. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I'm oh yeah, in. because you have a big girl job too. I have a white she, woman job now. She has honey. it. You have it. Will you ever? Would you ever take the plunge into trying to do it full time? Because. Um, well, you don't do it full time. I don't really do it full time either. Like, I definitely have other jobs. But uh, would you ever be a queen that plunges into just doing drag for a living? Maybe. I hope not. But the thing with me is the job I'm doing is like the job I've wanted for ever since I moved to LA. So I have like. Is the it kind of the job, job you went to school for? Kind of. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Go do that. Do yeah. that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm like sold on it right now. So I'm like staying with it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I want to see where it goes because like. In the six months that I started in the industry I'm in, like, I went from being an intern to now I'm running my own department. Uh huh. So it's really cool. It's well, Pinche, you make a you you you, you do a lot of drag, so I would say yeah. that you make a good amount of money off of your drag. Would oh, yeah, you drag ever? Most of my bills. Would you ever take the plunge into completely doing it? I don't feel. I don't secure feel enough. Doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I always want money flowing in. I have a very marginalized audience. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like, and they're all right here. Yeah, it's not like all eight hundred of my Twitter followers are like at my shows. You know what I mean? Mm. You have eight hundred Twitter followers? I think that's it. Yeah, no, that's a good number. Is it a good number? Well, you're old. I wouldn't expect that many. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you you don't even tweet anything. Yeah, no. you only tweet about politics. So really, you're not even matching your drag brand. So it's really kind of confusing. Well, no, there's another there's another Twitter for the drag queen. There's Tony Soto's a drag uh, uh, on Twitter, which I also don't use, but it's connected to my it's connect. I want to stop social media like girl. We're drag queens. You have to be on social media. No, but here's here's what I'm saying right now. And like this is and and I kind of want to know. I want to know like Lucy's opinion because she's she's more my age. and We've known each other for a (laughs) long time. And and but but like social media right now with the fact that it's giving everyone in the world the idea that their opinions all matter um 
it's just becoming so destructive, but it's so intertwined with our brand as performers that we do. If I could cancel my personal Facebook and still keep the Tony Soto show, still keep, uh, um, you know, all the other shit I do, I would be great. I just want to like stop mine. Lucy, are you, are you, are we, am I, am I crazy on this? Am I just being too old and weird about social media? No, I was actually wondering if there's a way to unfollow myself. No, I'm just, I'm over the whole Facebook thing. I'm over, and like, it sucks because part of booking and part of, like, part of being a good performer and doing your producer a favor is helping to post about the event that you're in, you yeah. know? And I've been finding, like, newer producers are now, having like, requiring you to not only, like, post about the event and tag all the people, but they're also wanting you to, like, invite at least 50 friends directly to the event <laughs> instead of just sharing on your page. And it's like, look, you know what? You're the producer. You have a promoter. Yeah, that's I'm not their doing your job. Work. I'm not doing any your good, work. Any good performer will post about it, but that's not their job. That's yeah. not what you're hiring them to do. Yeah. You're hiring them. Form. Yeah. You get butts in the seats, and we keep them wanting to come back. Yeah, like that's the difference in the jobs. I and so I'm really to... just sick of this whole expectation that you have to to promote. Yeah, and uh, and it's like I can't get rid of my Facebook or my Instagram because I'm expected to like do this shit. Right. And I'm just over it. It's taken all the fun out of wanting to just post something random and funny and like like thoughts that I have no, because exactly. it's like no, I have to be professional. Exactly. Well, I don't. I don't do that. I'm not ever professional on Facebook. What no, you're not. Say, what were you gonna say? No, like today alone, I've gotten so many messages from either like the host or like the producer or whatever of the any of the shows that I'm doing within the next two weeks. I'm like, can you please like post today and then tomorrow and then this week? I was like, girl, do you have any idea of what how hard? It is to make sure that those, like, first, like, 15 photos on Instagram looks nice. Yeah, yeah, And I don't yeah, want to, yeah. like, throw flyers everywhere. Yeah. And an Instagram yeah. story is never enough for them. No. They're like, no, we want so, you to Well, and another day. problem I have is that I'll have multiple bookings that week. And they'll yeah. be like, ooh, yeah. if you could really post about this. And I'm like, this isn't for another nine days. Yeah. Well, I've see, got three <laughs> gigs before that. Well, you see, know? listen, listen. That's why you make yourself a fucking fan page. And you just do it on that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to, like, keep my regular. I just want to. I don't even want to do the fan stuff anymore. Yeah, what's that? Well, this is funny we're talking about this because this is what I do social media marketing and branding. That's what I do. It's my job. You're the devil. Yeah. So what we do is like we grow. We help brands grow their engagement and their followers and like all that shit. But the funny thing is, is that Facebook is only for old people. People under the age of 20 years old do not use Facebook anymore. Everyone I uses use Instagram. Everyone uses, yes. Yeah, well, you're not under 20 either, Everyone girl. under 20 <laughs> uses Facebook, doesn't use Facebook anymore. So it's like... Once your mom Instagram. starts using Facebook, it's no oh, longer something I, you want to be on. Listen, I never my mom's been anything. on Facebook. The moment I had to unfollow my mom, I knew that Facebook was a garbage fucking pit. I never <laughs> asked anybody for their Facebook anymore. It's always, what's your Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Um, like three years ago is like, but I do still like friends. Instagram I'm still in Instagram so oh, follow me on Instagram at the Tony Soto Show listen when we're, we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna fucking uh, talk about the goddamn reunion of RuPaul's Drag Race season 10 yes. uh, we'll be right back Hey, Tony, guess what my favorite thing to do every week is? Anal. Yes. And then after that, or before while I'm getting ready for it, I listen to the Gay Power Half an Hour. You listen to your own podcast? I sure do. (laughs) Nothing puts me in the mood for sex like listening to the sound of my voice. Tune in every Thursday for the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back. And at the break, we were talking about uh, whether or not the weed lines here in Los Angeles are getting any shorter and, like, you know, how certain places are really commercial and whatever. And it made me think. I'm like, remember when you had to buy... You made me think about this. Remember when you had to buy weed from some, like, skeezy-ass dude? It used to be... Yes, Tony Soto. I do remember when I bought it. skeezy-ass dude. We'll leave it at that. Um, but, but, <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying when I was like 13, you know, when I was like, when I was like 14 years old buying weed, like just like how like it was like you were buying crack. Like it was it, the same you place. You lived in Central Illinois. You probably were buying crack. <laughs> 
That's true, especially Not Tony. crack, meth. It was, Tony bought everything. Meth wasn't in in those days, girl. We didn't For have meth. We had meth coke. come around until she was 16. We had, <laughs> we had bad coke. And actually, we did not have bad coke because Central Illinois is like a middle ground uh, uh, from Chicago to St. Louis. So there was a lot of good shit passing between those two cities. <laughs> if you got lucky, one fell off the truck uh, on the interstate. Girl, anytime the Carnies came to town, that's where you would get your drugs. It was fucking living the dream. I remember being like a, a child, a small kid being in the backseat of my parents' car as they went to go like buy weed. And it was always... Well, we you just had, had bad like, parents. Yeah. No, look at me. Look what I do for a living now. Oh, wait, oh, you're from Arizona God. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no hope for you. You were lost at the beginning. No. Um, <laughs> listen, Aurora, I'm including you too. I, I think that I think that if you grew up anywhere within a close proximity to a trailer park, you were just doomed. Oh, my God. I'm, I there was were no born. trailer parks in Aurora. Oh, that I'm is from not a trailer park. True. That is very I, true. You can find. No, a there's a yeah. Honey, wherever there I is a man-made pond, there is a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm for a damn fact. I live by a man-made pond. <laughs> My hometown was uh, the, the nuclear power plant is uh-huh. what keeps uh, um, we have a man-made lake that keeps the nuclear power plant alive. And we used to swim in those waters. It was like everyone come I've to the been in those waters. That, that, that yeah. explains a lot yeah. about your drag girl. Yeah. Everything's a little askew. Yeah, she's off. Okay. Well, listen. I found I found three trailer parks just right away Googling Aurora, <laughs> Illinois trailer parks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hide your past from Google, bitch. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I mean, those weren't where I was hanging out. And she could Google map it and probably get a full view of what they look like. <laughs> yeah, show me where they are. Because <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, listen, I was guys. At the mall in Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> Not the trailer park. <laughs> Buying weed from the kid at Hot Topic. <laughs> Oh, God, this is fun. Well, let's ruin the fun by talking about Drag Race. Oh. <laughs> it's fun for me to complain about Drag Race. Uh, drag Race is almost over, so that's something to be proud of. Thank God. God. Yeah, yeah. I've been having to sit through viewing parties since, like, the beginning of the fucking year. I'm over it. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I would imagine I just so. get, like, shit-faced drunk and then start yelling in between, like, commercial <laughs> breaks for another drink and then say like ah and she's living with me so she comes home and yells for more drinks oh lord (laughs) well we had the reunion we got everyone back together and so like I just I had I watched the show again today so I could make some points because I don't want it I want to go real fucking structured on just talking about the interesting shit because there was a lot of not interesting shit and I just want to start off I just want to start off (laughs) Bitch, you're going to try to work so hard to get more camera time. You brought a little Ziploc bag of fucking popcorn. You couldn't bring an actual bag that said popcorn like you were at the movies, girl. It had to be a Ziploc bag. Kardashian, get out of my face. Um, My first question. Any pop. My first question. So is Vanessa just Vanjie now? Is that just her name? Because RuPaul was literally like, now Vanjie. I guess, yeah. Is she not Vanessa anymore? She I need is, to know. I guess I think people just say Miss Vanjie all the time. No, no, no. She Vanjie. didn't even say. No, RuPaul did not even address her with a Miz. Oh, okay, she a said Vanjie, which sounded a little offensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, is, is she taking Vanessa off? Because it's not. She wasn't. RuPaul was the only one who called her that. I think her <laughs> social media still says it, but I'm sure everyone refers to her as Good. Vanjie. Don't lose Vanessa. I love yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa. I want it's you to be. I will say your full name. And I hate three names, but I will say <laughs> Vanessa yeah. Vanjie Mateo. I will do it for you. Anyway, okay, well, I guess that wasn't interesting to anyone else. Uh, oh, intercoursing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She. I don't know. I don't know if that was a, a verb you could do. Apparently, you, like listen, Max, people were intercoursing and Maxwell say, proves. I just Maxwell proves every week that you can just make up sounds <laughs> and say that they're words. Like so, it's true. I understood completely what you were saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm a hundred percent on board with intercoursing. Yeah, I, I'm into it. No, I was. <laughs> that's, that's too long of a word for me. What do you like to just say, fat girl? Fuck you. I, I like to just like have a look. Just, no, but I like it when oh, you're like being God. when you're being a lady. I just like saw the look, guys. <laughs> that look is not cute. It is not a come hither. <laughs> Ain't no one responding. Canceled. 
What were you saying? Um, I kind of <laughs> like it. It's like for special moments when you feel like a lady. Like, oh, I was intercoursing. <laughs> <laughs> so does the spelling change when you say it? Too many questions. <laughs> okay. So um, RuPaul said about the double stay in a rare double stay. <laughs> It, every season? Isn't isn't there a double stay every season? Yeah, it's always around the same time. I too. don't. Didn't they not have one last year? But they brought. Um, oh, co- they didn't let. They didn't send somebody home, and they brought the cuckoo back. Is that what that was? But I also in All Stars, they just kept the whole cast at one point. Yeah, <laughs> so like, really? yeah, they brought everyone back. But like, it, see, this is what I what I don't like is that. Uh, World of Wonder, VH1, and Drag Race are not talking to the people who have watched the show since the Vaseline on the Lens season yeah. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are now literally trying to pretend like just We've a new audience exists. Well, it's like comparing yeah. to the straight people almost. It's like, hey, straight people, we're here. Catch up. This is what we're doing. Yeah, this okay, is where yeah. we're at. This is what's going on. Just make sure you're talking to that mic. I'm literally on There you go, yeah. No, keep losing. There's, there's a lot of space between the mic and the beard, <laughs> and then the food between the two. Uh, <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta face the mic. Yeah, it's yeah. turning your head. That's losing it. There you go. You gotta turn that face. There you go. To the mic. Because you say such good things. There you go. Yeah, you work it out. You're cutini. Um, you so yeah, I'm just like, don't, don't. That was such bullshit. Don't call it rare. Just say in a regular double stay that we do almost every season for. For the one of the season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the Rue versus Vixen because that was uh, the oh, next big story. Um, and uh, I want to talk about the first about the Aquaria and Cracker drama because. Uh, oh, who cares about that? Well, well, and here's what I'm saying. Like. That was brought because everyone was like, uh, oh, you were stirring the pot with too yeah. vague. You were stirring the pot with too vague. And I think that. Uh, that uh, Rachel and I had a disagreement because I was like, she wasn't stirring the pot. But like... She definitely was, though. Well, well, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. It was made a storyline. That was a like for the first two episodes, that's all we heard about was that they looked like... The Vixen never made it a storyline. The Vixen was receiving the story from the other girls and was hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. And Aquaria was acting pressed about it. And so Aquaria, so my thing is, is since Vixen wasn't aware, she was just taking it all in. And so then we get on this couch and then the Vixen is like, Aquarius is explaining the story in her most eloquent way because we all know she's such a good public speaker. I was unbothered. And the Vixen was like, wait, that's not the story I was hearing. So I, listen, did it, did it stir the pot? Absolutely. But I think it came from a place where it was like, what the fuck? Like, if this is a storyline and then you're going to sit here and be like, it didn't bother me after you say we're saying it did bother you. Like, that's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. No comment. Did she just eating grapes? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, is she so high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same says. Um, and I, now I think Vixen was given the note from the producers to, you know, be as like drama conflict Agreed. pursuing Agreed. as possible. And I'm sure. Well, I mean, she came in with that attitude, and I'm sure the producers pushed it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. But, I mean. You can't say her tone wasn't an like an instigating tone. Oh right? no, I mean, absolutely. The way she, I mean, there's you know I watched it when she was like, "What's wrong with saying the truth?" And it's like sometimes the truth hurts. But, and people are going to react a certain yeah. way, and if she's going to tell the truth in that tone, people are going to react a certain way. Like, but, but but also it's like here's here's my thing. Everyone knows that it's a super overproduced show. So true. for that for, for RuPaul to be like, you could have just let it go is such a bullshit thing to say because yeah. that is not what he wants. Yeah. That's not yeah. what he wanted. He was jerking off the whole time it was happening because he was counting dollars coming into his fucking yeah. bank account. You're welcome. So, <laughs> that she, like, the Vixen gave you something to talk about. Yeah, so yeah. maybe... She gave us great TV. So maybe... Know, Untucked was so boring when she left. So yeah. maybe in the reunion, you kind of approached Vixen in a way where it was like, hey, girl, thanks for giving me six good episodes. 
You know what I mean? Out of a, out of a season that went fucking flat as soon as she was gone. Okay. But also, well, if the reunion they... would have been boring. Also, if they hadn't have fought. Yeah. So exactly, that, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. There was other good drama though. So uh, you're, so then we moved to uh, Eureka in the Vixen and that whole thing mm-hmm. and and that whole RuPaul's. Do you stand by what you said? Do you stand by what you said? Like what? What was that like? It, it, to me, it was it was RuPaul being super combative, and yeah. uh, t- to someone who was just like, "I'm trying to understand what you're doing right now." Yeah, I think she was fully firing the vixen up. Yeah, the whole time, and no one expects that she's going to do that because she sits there and just lets everyone else fight. It's like, no, this was the time that you're like, "Oh no, RuPaul's pulling strings; she's starting the fight." But also, the funny thing about the Aquaria Eureka, the whole fight and everything after. If it it's it's just like Aquaria and Cracker. If it was two white queens having this big thing, it would not have been the big blowout discussion that it was on the reunion. Right. Because Aquaria and Crackers was over real fucking fast. Yeah. But as soon as the Vixen was involved with the argument, the conversation changed and it was very aggressive. Right. It was gross. Uh, it's almost like RuPaul was testing the vixen. <laughs> Do you think she was poking the bear? <laughs> um, uh, I I just I, I I also it was um, the, the vixen brought up a super good point, and it's a point that I've been saying forever. I love it. I love it. And, I love and, it. and the thing is, is you want to come for the way that she reacted to a situation that she was in, but no one wants to approach the fact that um, this was. Uh, instigated by Eureka like she she did the damn thing you know what I mean and then to learn which I thought was super interesting T that the next day she's like oh girl now how are we gonna make this now how are we gonna give this a fucking resolution yeah and how are we gonna make our scene yeah and (laughs) everyone knows you sign your name and you do a storyline or whatever but it's still reality TV, and then since that was like fucking brought up by Eureka, uh, the, the Vixen's in perfect right to be like, I don't want to do your storyline. Yeah. I'm not going to join a story with you. That doesn't sound like any fun for me or my brand. Like, that's right. what... It, I don't know. But Eureka's very talented. <laughs> I also thought it was some real bullshit when it was like, everyone's telling me how I need to react, but no one's telling her how to act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Like, all like did this like oh you're not off the hook yet to Eureka okay, and yeah, was like you know pat on something. like a little slap on the wrist and then turn back to like read Vixen more well, and it no. was like really she, yeah she came she came to uh, Eureka with humor like yeah. she she chuckled at Eureka about Eureka's thing like oh you know but when it turned back to the Vixen it was a lesson mm-hmm. yeah and. Like that, and for and also, like she was damaged or needed help, and I was like, no, that's not the issue. Someone's yeah. acting like an ass. Yeah, I'm gonna check. And the fact, like, the vixen was super honest too about, like, you know, when her experience was over and she was back home waiting for this show to even be announced, and she's sitting there like having reservations because she, you know, she wild out. Yeah. She knows she wild out. Mm-hmm. She said on the show, and listen, I people are like, she's so aggressive. I'm like, you're mistaken. She is aggressive online. She has been aggressive online for a long, long time. But I've always said I've never seen the Vixen while out in public or be anything but professional when it came to working with her with a gig, for a gig or on a gig. So this narrative that's coming out into the world now is like that she's just this fucking mean bitch all the time. And it was like, no, she was just around other mean bitches trying to win $100,000. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, didn't I she say don't... something about, like, when she said she came to fight, it was more fight for the crown? Yeah. Wasn't that, like, her her statement? Yeah. But and then also... everyone took it as, oh, she wants to fight me. Well, I she also had to do it, like, four times. So, yeah. uh, because she missed her mark the first time. And, then, and so, like, the thing is, it's like, that, 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 you don't get, you don't get, if you don't do it the first time right, you have to do it again. I mean, Aja had to do it repeatedly, too, I heard, when she was coming out. <laughs> um, let's see... Let's move on to the walkout because um, I did not want her to walk out. No, like, yeah. like when that happened, I was like, "Oh no, no!" I was mad. I was mad. She shut down. But it, yeah, it I was felt because bad. you. It's because you know that once she leaves, it's then about them tearing her down, and then there's no one there on her team. Well, the, except for 
Asia. Well, Asia. It, well, and that was my thing too because as soon as she walked out, Asia's like, "Well, five people right now are looking at the vixen right now and telling her what she did wrong." Mm-hmm. And if five people are doing that to you in a sea of 14, mm-hmm. 15 including RuPaul, like that can be a little aggressive. No, but that's don't. what happened to her all season. All season yeah. long. And here's mm-hmm. here was my thing was RuPaul's she's gone let's talk about her mentality like she's gone let's fucking diagnose her she's gone let's figure out what's what's wrong with the vixen and why and how does why does RuPaul have any right to say that she's from the same place she is she don't fucking know how the vixen was growing up or where she's from well I have this I have this my my I am not ever going to um you know belittle RuPaul's struggle her storyline is hers and I'm sure that she dealt with a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and whatever but I I think that RuPaul is out of touch now because he's very rich and uh, he's that baby boomer age and it's like that get off my lawn mentality with, with, with people that age and the idea of racism now is different like when RuPaul was coming around, the racism was more in your face. Like, it's literal, like, people calling you derogatory names. Racism now is a series of microaggressions that happen throughout a person of color's day. From the day they, from the moment they get up to the moment they leave. And that doesn't touch RuPaul now still. it It might, like, online, but in life. You know what I mean? So... To say that we're from the same place, I think, was completely out of touch because yeah. you're not. You've had different experiences in different places where in Chicago is a terribly racist town. So, And also, I was reading this article today about this whole situation. Why does it have to be that she is struggling through something? Why can't she just be pissed <laughs> off that people are talking shit? Yeah. Like, the, the, yeah. the idea that, that, that she's crying out for help, I was like, she doesn't need help. She just needs you bitches to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, like keep, leave your my name out your well, mouth. People are selfish, and they don't want to shut the fuck up. They don't want to have, like, to give something up. So when they're combated with someone saying, no, sometimes you do need to shut the fuck up. It, it's the worst thing that they could ever hear in their entire life. It, leaving the empty chair was, first of all, real rude. rude. I, <laughs> and yeah. kept showing it. Yeah, it kept flashing back to it. Like, <laughs> now suddenly the chair was a character on their reality TV show. Uh, well, look, RuPaul, you got a lot of fucking uh, press and notoriety for ca- casting the Vixen. And she gave you... A really good fucking show, and mm-hmm. then it proved that she was good because your so- show really sucked after she left. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Cameron Michaels is top fucking four, <laughs> and if it's proof that there should just never be a top four ever again, Cameron Michaels is that proof. Can we talk about that bullshit now? Uh, well, let's. You know what? We can. We let me see how much time. <laughs> Sorry, we am have. I skipping one of the points? Well, no, I'm I just, didn't skip to the end. I, I didn't skip to the end. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to take away from uh, 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 Monique. Nick's moment. Asia. Like Asia to me, like although I think that her approach was a little misguided with the with the, yeah. with the she needs our help. I she th- was the only one to be like, look, all of us let her leave, including me. Like she fucking she took responsibility. responsibility immediately, and she fucking came for RuPaul. Yeah, because RuPaul, like, to sit here and say, Asia, at some point we need it. to just t- write people off. If that's how you live your life, RuPaul, then you have power to do that. But for you to tell other people, especially someone like who obviously is a mother type, uh, Asia, yeah, to write someone off or just say there, oh, nothing can be done. And I love how she referenced Pride Month. How yes. she's like, yep. how she how she referenced drag queens to be like, we're the first to sit here and say when someone's talking shade on us, when someone's being mean to us, but we sit by and let shit like that happen. So maybe the walkout I do like because that opened up another conversation as well. Because although I know it would have never happened and the producers would have never allowed it, in real life conversation, that 
should have stopped. That conversation should have stopped. The conversation of Vixen should have ended. Like, it should have moved on to where we're going to go now, which is the religious stuff, where we got to, you know, uh, rehash uh, Dusty's story, Monique's story, and... um, And also, and also the, the the POC aspect of it, where it was like Monique had always brought up that being black and gay and a drag queen is is not does not make a good mixture in the community. Uh, Monet's mom wasn't a or, or like is still not really there when it How comes to show. Like she doesn't really say what it is, right? And and Yuhu uh, and her, uh, you know. Uh, family still thinking that she's gonna bring home a girlfriend. A, a, a girlfriend. You, yeah, Yuhua. Yuhua. Was she even yeah, there? Like she knew she had to dress like a zombie just so everyone would be like, "Who's that zombie?" <laughs> she looks. Oh, I thought she was doing the ring. It was the ring, dummy? <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought it was the grudge. Oh, I was confused. Same that thing. Either or. <laughs> no, I think the grudge is like me assuming it was the grudge is like slightly offensive. That's an no, either the grudge or. Is a little boy. That's a, oh no, the, like the mom. The whole thing is based around the mom yeah, being the monster. I, no, that was the ring. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- this isn't your show. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, can you go get me some water? Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I I good for you girl if you want to con- like listen she was she was super extra at drag con she literally had a sign that was like i didn't win i need your money um Ugh. i wish her all the luck um <laughs> i think that blair's story was very important yeah i think yeah. that i think that um that gay people need to talk more about sexual sexual assault because mm-hmm. it does happen and it happens a lot. Yes. And I think that we're over-sexualized as a group of people. So uh, people aren't always apt to talk when they're uncomfortable because I guess they don't. I don't know. Is it like we're such bullies, the gays? Like yeah. some people just don't want to be slutty and we're like, prude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you have sex with more than two people in a week, you're a slut. Yeah, absolutely. You're so what's disgusting. Cabrina? Yeah. <laughs> a mom. <laughs> the, the, a just a, a walk brothel, bitch. The Cracker versus Asia thing, did anyone care about that? I feel no. like I feel like Cracker was a little aggro. Wait, what was it? When she was like, the, this you did it this time, Star bitch, quality. but never again. Yeah, oh. the, 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 like, girl, I'm sorry that you... You got red. She she made it not uh, very clear that she had crippling depression <laughs> during the show, and so the fact that you're laid up in bed can't all be Asia's fault. I'm sure you have other things you're also sad yeah, about. Yeah, so, girl, find Tony. the find the humor. Find the humor on fucking drag race. I don't, I don't think she found that. <laughs> I don't think I would find that very funny if my friend said that to me. Listen, it's not. Of course, it's not. Cool I've heard be, worse from the bitch directly next to me on both sides. I, absolutely. So and listen, yes, it was. It was it a big platform, and were y'all not Judy's to start with? But listen, it was a competition. She was asked, did she say? Should she said not a star? Maybe not. But she did. Walk it off. What? Top no, 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 RuPaul should have been like, no, no, no. You got to get over it. You got to get the fuck over yeah, it. Absolutely. You got to walk behind it. some dirt on it. Ugh, anyway, great show. Monique going, <laughs> oh, God, Monique coming for Cameron. If it was, if you did not think that Cameron was a snobby bitch during the show, this this clinched it. This was the story. Like I loved it when Monique was like, when you saw uh, Cameron's, Cameron's face change and Monique was like who is that girl that was so good I yeah. want to know who she is and it was just so real because we learn that Cameron's real mouthy on the social media yeah so we learn that her quiet shy demure personality was, was not bullshit. natural it was bullshit and it was a strategy and but do you think that paid off for her? Well, obviously she's top fucking four, but she's proof there shouldn't ever be a top four. She proved it again. Like, I come just on. Love a good Ariana. But what I'm saying is, is that it came back to bite her in the ass in the reunion anyway. So, it sure did because so it ain't matter. no. I want to say I want to say that that's like kind of all bullshit because like I uh, like when I go to Berlin, for instance, it's really exhausting when I'm trying to like go to work to have to say hello to 20 fucking people. And so yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I, it's not that I don't like these people. They're my friends. But I don't, like, 
I don't feel like I need to stop and say hello to every fucking person I walk by. Well, I am that's sorry. That's every fucking person, and I understand that. But what about the people you work with? I don't even say hi to them. No, I don't. don't Wait, even when you make eye contact with them, you just like keep walking. Like you don't like like like, a nod or some sort of acknowledgement. I don't think that that's that's what they were saying about Cameron. Listen, these are people that Cameron works with. I think that what Dusty was saying was literally, "We are in the same room, Queen." We, if you can be in the same room, like a waiting room, like a green room, waiting to go and do press in something that size and not say a word to me, to me, that, and you're an entertainer and you're a performer yeah. and we just went through a True. whole show, then fuck So maybe she's yeah. saving it for the stage. Yeah, because she gave us a lot, didn't she, girl? <laughs> She was so eloquent in the reunion. And saying wasn't hi so will really deter from your performance. Her makeup was terrible. I'm, I, I, she, I don't think that she was pretty. It just in goes that. back to that thing that when you're like a drag queen entertainer, you have to be able to be sociable with people. You'd have to. You have to be able to do it. You can't be a bitch. I mean, I mean it's I part of being a professional. It's fucking exhausting. I'm sorry. Of course it is. Like, sure I'm exhausted saying hi to people at Bearbus hosting for eight hours in heels, but I have to walk around and smile and pretend like I'm. Happy to do it all fucking day. Because she's part fucked of the job. all of them. There's a difference. And then when I go back into the dressing room and she's sitting back there eating my chicken nuggets, I still got to say hi and be nice to her. Yeah. Literally <laughs> my and then try to eat them as now. fast as possible so she can't eat as many. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed it, 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 it just seemed to me that it was Agreed. like, here is the proof that she's not a pleasant person, that that was all bullshit, like that she uh, that she can read bitches the house down boots on social media. So it's like... It's like, what is she going through, though? I, I feel like we really got an, an idea of who Cameron is when they did the, the glitter challenge, and there was that conversation about, like, all the stones on her outfit, and she was like, yeah, I went to the fabric store, and I just thought all the glitter stuff looked cheap. Yeah, she's Saying like, that to a bunch of people in glitter, glitter stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I don't do glitter. I don't do glitter. I, I mean... That sounds like something I would say, though. It's just a bitch... Yeah, absolutely. I would say that for a fact. I'd be like, no, it, you guys... It was, it was... Yeah, because that's your personality. That's your real true, fucking true. personality. Which means that's Cameron's real personality popping out and being right. like, hi... That's Hello. Why I like her. I know. Well, fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't really hate her. I know. I know. We all know. We you can it. be a bitch, I just but don't you gotta think be there's anything to bitch. her. Yeah, and I think yeah. that, and, I, and and see, that's the thing. If that was your strategy, bitch, then people now don't think there's anything to you. So you cheated yourself out of a fucking edit, in my opinion. You cheated yourself mm-hmm. because well, you, she's not gonna win regardless. So what the fuck no. is that? Yeah, you say that, but she's still there. But she's still gonna get she's rich. Not going to. She's still no. gonna become a wealthy drag queen. Not necessarily true. If she's such a horrible, like, ungrateful, quiet person, then maybe she won't get booked. Well, we know she's not a quiet person. We just talked about that for 10 minutes. (laughs) We know her story now, and it's not a good one. It's not a page turner. Throw her away. Put her back away. Sorry, I got real... Oh God! I can't wait until this is over. <laughs> we still have Dragula three, girl. You and me, baby. That's oh you and me. Just you and me. We we're getting and into. Is the anyone movie. else excited for Camp Wanakiki? I just saw yes. something of that because I, I love I Alexis. I know exactly. Alexis and Muffy are both on it. I'm what's so excited a, for a, Camp Wanakiki. I don't know what that is. No, what is it? I've, I've seen like uh, a poster. Of Hamburger her. Marys is doing like their own YouTube like Queen Challenge show, oh, and it's cute. like Queen's camping that's awesome that's funny. i love that that's funny okay well um so no one chose cameron to win that was great felt yeah, good that was i great. enjoyed it i walked it. i walked away from the whole ordeal feeling good yeah <laughs> uh are we done did you want to say anything maxwell um no okay rachel anymore no no Got let's it. just get the shit over with oh <laughs> Lucy, Lucy, anything you want to add to the story? I mean, I, I've, I've loved seeing Aquaria grow. She's you know, great. that's that's been something She's really beautiful. great to see. Like, I started hating her on that show, and I've ended, and I really like her. Team Aquaria. Yeah. And listen, and the thing is, is she is the one who show, who said that she should be Miss Congeniality and the winner. Because I agree. She showed growth, and she's so sweet, and she looks She did. She was so nice throughout the whole She looks so cute at the reunion. Who do you think is going to be Congeniality? Hopefully Monet. Monet. Is it congeniality, or did they like change it? Or is a fan favorite? 
Oh, I don't like, that's know. That's true. Like, I, did they change that? Minaj, I was like, no, she's not Miss Congeniality about Valentina. She's fan favorite. Yeah. yeah. I'd say fan favorite, which is... <laughs> <laughs> we miss Aja. Okay. Uh, you want to add anything? No, no, no. Yeah, we can change anything else. Um... I feel great. Yeah. Tony, do you want to say anything else? <laughs> no, I think I'm good. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. Do you love drag queens? Do you love hearing about shit you shouldn't care to know? And do you want them mixed all together? Then come listen to Grizzly Kiki. We've had illustrious guests such as... Tony Soto. Tony Soto. And Tony Soto. Come listen to Grizzly Kiki at grizzlykiki.com. All right, we are back with the show, and soon we're going to have to not talk about Drag Race again for hopefully the rest of the year. I'm so excited. That feels so good. How dare you do two seasons in a row? How dare you? I mean, essentially, it was like three. (laughs) What are you guys giggling about? It's going to be really interesting to see if we have anything to talk about after it's all said. I got them all high on blunt. (laughs) No, yeah. I'm so high, I forgot I was here. (laughs) And I was like on my phone, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh. I like that Cabrina and Mal that like I don't know. Well, welcome back, Cameron. You just checked out, girl. Just checked out. It's just a look. Uh listen, we do uh these listener questions every week and we love them and they're so much fun. So if you would like to have your questions read uh on this show, then why don't you send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line listener questions, and we'll be happy to read them on the show. Uh who's going to kick us off? I'll go. Wait, it's not oh, you, you idiot. We oh, just I'm talked sorry. about it at the break. I forgot we had I everything <laughs> planned. Oh my god! None of maybe this is getting start rolling smaller blunts, girl. <laughs> girl. What, you what? may be able to take, or like a little I one for you, them, and then you I smoke the big one yourself. It girl. was a, uh, it was a Cheech and Chong <laughs> moment. Yeah. that's what you said, right? We were Cheech and Chong. We, we were Cheech and Chong. I rolled a fatty. It was nice. It yeah, was, I feel great. Like You're like had, more people. I better get them more high. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like my, my cheekbones feel like they're right under my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my girls have. Have girth here, so so do the blunts. The blunts have to have the same girth. That can be the name of the show, Girls with Girth. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You can have it. I mean, it's trademark, so you got to buy it. But whatever, you're welcome. I like girth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read the first question, please. All right, this is from Kristen and Eric. My. Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Uh, my sister Kristen and I made a donation just now in hopes of making your trip to Chicago with Maxwell a little easier. My sister loves Maxwell a little too much for her own good. It might be a single white female situation. So hopefully she can grow a beard and then she'll start wearing your skin, Max. All right. Hopefully Regardless of that outcome, we love you guys. have been longtime listeners and we'll keep tuning in as long as you flap your stone gums on the interwebs question for the team we don't really have one just wanted to read this on the air and say our names if you need a question for real what's your favorite muppet much love forever listen we the do, answer is miss piggy we yeah, do miss we piggy, do hands down is that is that it i like uh the the stoned rocker girl i like that little shrimp janice janice i'm a fan of janice, janice i love animal pepe Pep, oh pepe uh, i love pepe i would I would have to say Oscar the Grouch, obviously. Shocker. <laughs> Miss Piggy is a feminist icon. Um, uh, and also, we have to give a shout out to uh, um, Eric, and Eric and Kristen. Thank you Thank so you. much. It is official. Uh, the trip is booked. So we will be in Chicago oh, and we will awesome. be doing a live show at the Lucky Horseshoe the Monday of uh, Thanksgiving week. So, Do you think they're from Chicago? Or are they going to be at the show? Uh, they are not from Chicago, I, I, I believe. And they're going to be, we're actually going to be doing a Skype talk with them. A um, little date. Uh, and they're going to be in Germany So oh when, when we do it. So... Uh, now I, I don't wow. feel bad for not donating. Yeah, you didn't. So, I mean, <laughs> but listen, I, think I shared it. Though. Listen, and feel free to always still put money in my Venmo for things that I can. Do, and, but it, and just say it's for the show, and I'm happy to put it into the show because. Uh, we're yeah, fine. you could yeah. bring Chicago some yeah. headphones. Hey, I have a Venmo too, so feel free to Venmo me so I can get lip injections when I'm in LA. Please. What it, wait, what does single white female oh my situation God. mean? That's a movie you should watch. <laughs> yeah. Maxwell, yeah. You'll this, love that movie. Don't tell her anything else. No. 
Don't tell her anything else. It's just a movie you should watch. Yeah. So uh, see if it's on the Netflix. All right. Well, my aunt canceled it. But thank you, Kristen and Eric. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing, and we can't. And Maxwell and I can't wait to meet you uh, in July. Yeah. Thank you again. Uh, who's up next? I am. Tony says we have the same name. <laughs> Tony, what do you want? I love your show so much, and I actually agree with you on a lot. But what do you want from the show? I can tell you love drag, even if you're a total bitch most of the time. But it's been sad listening to you fall out of love with uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. If you were in charge, what would you do? <sighs> if I was in charge, I would... If I was World of Wonder, I would think less of um, how much money you can put in your hands... Uh, and and milking this obvious cash cow, uh, not gonna happen. And creating something that's so overproduced that it's painful to watch. Like when you create a show that really has no merit on the talent of the queens, and it's been like that for like three seasons now. It's like three. It's <laughs> it's like I I want you to make a better fucking show. If I I would try to make a better fucking show. You know what I mean? I wouldn't try to. I would look at the drag queens and actually be like, so I've been, this will bleed into the next one, but I've been watching the Real Housewives. You know what I mean? You can't make that those personalities up. Those bitches couldn't act their way out of a paper fucking bag, and they are all equally different and chaotic. And crazy. So you know what? I would cast better. And I would take less <laughs> emphasis on my fucking story producers because they're not doing their fucking job. They're trying to create shit that they're picking. They're there. picking storylines for people that can't deliver the storylines. So what the fuck? Give us a better story. Cast. Better maybe players. maybe drag queens are just boring. That could be too. And that's, but also and that's they, all they have to choose from. That could be too. Absolutely. There's so They're fucking many. Well, There's if they didn't so, cast the same twelve bitches every goddamn year, it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. And, and maybe it is opening up your scope. Maybe it is bringing different queens in. Maybe it is bringing in a Cabrina Barely. Maybe it is bringing kings in. But here's what I say. If out of the 12 years or whatever that we've had to deal with RuPaul's Drag Race, if the only thing that comes out in this country to try to rival it is fucking Dragula, we are (laughs) fucked because that is sad because Dragula after two seasons doesn't have their shit together. I'm hoping three they do, but the boohoos are at the helm. So, you know, probably not. And so it's like if that is it then RuPaul has to be canceled. The show has to be canceled, and then something else has to be born. Something else needs to be done. Something else needs to be brought I'm in. I'm enjoying the switch. And not, are, are you enjoying yeah. the switch? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay, I mean, but so that's, that's not here. my fucking life. Yeah, but that, yeah, but sure. that's not here. Sure. So, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know, something that would be for the U.S. market. You know what I mean? Well, now they're competing on regular people's shows. Drag queens are? Yeah. Like Anja Stranja's on So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, but they never mentioned that she was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Good. Yeah, they and don't. they don't call her Laganja. They call her Miss Estranja. Oh, wow. See, well, see, I think that's just a lot of things about like queens and also Eva dissing Destruction himself. And was on America's Got Talent. For like five seconds. True. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to like uh, see how long they and were Alaska on TV. Alaska was on that one show. But what I am trying to say is that <laughs> That RuPaul's Drag Race can no longer be the antithesis of what is the definition of a good drag queen anymore. Because it's Duh. Not, it's not true. It's made too many girls that aren't good famous. And it's made not enough girls that are talented, fam- not famous. You know what I mean? And then there's been a lot of successful fucking uh, people that come out of it. But overall, think we're over 100 queens now. Yeah. You can only really name 10. Off the top of your head without really. I can name more than 10, I'm sure. Yeah, but you like a lot of bad drag, though, Rachel. So. Uh, She's your friend, girl. She's your friend, girl. I'm living proof she likes bad drag. What am I. Of course. She's a fan of Tony Soto. She's obviously deluded. Um, uh, Who's next? Me. But before I start. Yeah. Your forehead looks really good. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank no, I you. can see it like, 
the light hits it at the angle and there's no wrinkles, girl. Thank Co- you, girl. Compliments to your doctor. <laughs> Thank you, girl. I was fucking not rehearsed at all. <laughs> Why don't you ever tell me that my fucking forehead looks good? Because he's like, like lower than Cabrina and so you can see the lines. Laugh lines. <laughs> that just means I'm a joyous person. Who's next? Uh, me. Jasper said... You have said a few times you only watch one reality show, Drag Race, but now you are watching Real Housewives. What happened? <laughs> drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drag Race. Now. I needed real drama in my life. Um, actually, look, I, I feel dirty. I do. I feel I'm not proud of it. Um, I have actively avoided these types of shows uh, because... Like this and like those the Kardashians. I just stayed away from it all because it just all seemed like white bitches being dumb. You know what I mean? Rich white bitches being dumb. And it is. It is. It is is that. It is. And it's so good. But but what I was saying in the other question or, or the other question is that they're not acting. Like, this is really them, I think. And they are just super... <laughs> because you want to... You're just like... You you exist in real life. Like, you actually yeah. are breathing air that I breathe. Which is so strange because you are made up. Like, you are and literally... you are in a completely different reality than I am. Yeah, I don't know anything about you. And, and I want to hate them so much when I'm watching it. But then all I think about is... Oh, I bet they smell so pretty. Okay. They smell like alcohol. I bet they... <laughs> Listen, listen, you know there's some alcohol and you know some of them are closet smokers, but there you got that flowery rich perfume with, and listen, I'm from the Midwest, so flowery perfume and cigarette smoke to me reminds me of mom. So (laughs) I like that shit, but it's, you're right. What's this person's name? Jasper. Jasper. You're right. I'm gross, (laughs) but, but this is the only city I'm watching. Shea Coulee has told me I need to watch Atlanta and I'm not listening to her. I'm going to just not, I'm going to watch through New York. I'm going to watch it all. Oh, but I'm going to f- watch LA for Erica Jane. I'm going to force you. I don't care who that is. I don't want to know who that is. I'm going to force you to I watch Beverly Hills. I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke How you. are you going to get Botox in Beverly Hills and not watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because I take life. a lift back to Los Feliz. That's why. <laughs> Erica, Jane, Erica, Jane is from, Erica Jane is from Pasadena. So don't even play. So just so you know, Erica Jane. Pasadena is like poor rich white okay, people. Okay, but that's still further east than this bitch. So he should be tuned in to the Housewives of Beverly Hills because they are True. legends. Oh my God. They paved the way for reality See, TV. I opened Pandora's box and now there's no going back. Oh, and Lucy, talk about and Lucy I, res- uh-huh. I respect, admire, and love you. And you watch the crap too. I don't watch, watch the crap. I watched New York because I loved Bethany. And oh. then season four, I was like, done. She's great. Bethany's great. But listen, I like all of them and hate all of them. For reasons. Like, like I'm, I don't want to like Alex, but I kind of do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kinda, yeah. Well, and like, I kind of like the Duchess also, or the Countess or whatever. I hate Luann. I hate her. And I call her Luann to her face. I'll call her Lulu is what I'll call her. Fuck it. <laughs> she's garbage. But I like Ramona. But I think she's a drunk. And she's super racist. You know what I mean? Like, they're in Morocco right now in season four. And her and Sonia are being bitches. Like, anyway, I digress. I don't know. Why, why did we go there? Oh, my God. Next stop, we're talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> I mean, as long as I can talk about it, sometimes it's cool. Um, Cabrina, yeah, did you have fun? Yeah, I had a great time. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for getting me high. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I regret it towards the end. You know, you kind of trailed off, but whatever. <laughs> I'll give you notes later. What do you have going on? Tell people your socials. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Cabrina.Barely, Twitter, Cabrina Barely, Facebook, Jared Lewis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, Cabrina barely does have a Facebook page. She's listed as a fitness model, so you can. So you'll her. never find so you'll her. You'll never really find her. <laughs> um, it looks like I'm going to be going at Essence Fest next week for work. So if you're a bearded daddy and you're in New Orleans, hit me up. I'm going to be there July 4th to the 8th. Um, yeah, that's going to be On nice and hot. On the 11th or no? I mean, I will. I'm also going to be doing something on the 11th, untitled. <laughs> Are we stay tuning? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Pinche. Hi. You're always fun. Thank you. Uh, Pinche's actually going to uh, be one of the co-judges for the popularity contest pageant that's going to be starting in uh, uh, September. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, don't because it's but it, it's literally the second Monday. What do you do on Mondays? Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so t- stay tuned for that. But what do you got going on, Queen? What's your socials? Where you're at? Where you um, at? you can follow me on Instagram at Pinche Queen. I don't do Twitter because I don't need it. Uh, Facebook, find me, however you find me. And then I'm starting a new show in DTLA on July 11th. There's that date <laughs> at Redline. I don't. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. Something stupid involving my name and repeating my name on the flyer. At See, least this is time. also why she's very much like me. She loves to hear her name. Yeah, I think I'm going to do like a Pinche drag show or like Pinche and Friends and then like list everyone that's in it. But it's like Pinche's friend, Cabrina Barely. Pinche's <laughs> friend, Tony Soto. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to do Islands in the Stream with you, but you be Kenny Rogers. I'm I did down. it with I. It was what I, I want to do it again, Dusty. <laughs> I want to do it again, Dusty. When are you getting out? I can't wait for it, Dusty. I'm inspired and I want to do it again. Come out here and we'll do it. <laughs> Next, you're gonna have him doing American Boy with you. <laughs> <laughs> Never. That'll be our song. Uh, that was our last. My last performance in drag in Chicago was with you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, are we done with you? Uh, yeah. What do you got going on, Wack? Girl, after this month of so many fucking gigs that I just did for Pride Month, I am taking a little sabbatical. And I'm going to be hitting up uh, New York City, Glasgow, and London for a few oh, days. So I'm Jimmy. peacing out. You're I'm going to see, see Jimmy. Jimmy. I've got like a camp at weekend in Michigan that I'm doing a whole thing for, for the gay rodeo. Uh, the 13th and 14th of July that but before your, that like I'm going to be out of the country is that one of your title responsibilities yeah, yeah one of those things <laughs> Our pageant I gotta earn that sash <laughs> uh, Rachel um, I'm working at Berlin this weekend so I can afford to get lip injections when I come see you <laughs> oh my yay God. Rachel's coming out <laughs> it's gonna be fun uh, Maxwell um I actually don't have anything going on. Oh, a millennial moment. We're doing more of those. We just recorded some more. Um, they're very quiche teamy. Um, watch our latest one on being canceled. <laughs> Are you canceled? Find out. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, oh, and again, shout out to Eric and Kristen. That's super sweet of you. Yeah. And I love you, Kristen, for loving me. Okay. Yeah, see, go watch the movie, okay? Watch the movie before you start pro. Fasten your love to a maybe single white female scenario. Whatever. I'm sure worse things have happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to watch that movie. Um, Okay. So, hi, guys. For me, I have things. Um, uh, This Saturday, June 30th at Faultline, come out uh, for Neighborhood Productions or Neighborhood Pictures uh, Drama Club. Uh, which is a fun show that I do there. The It starts at 9 p.m. and the cover is $5. It starts at, there's a nice little theater game and then it goes into like drag and music and dancing. You're really pitching this. I, <laughs> what's funny? What I do wrong? <laughs> just, I'm, <laughs> I'll send it to the group. It's just a tweet. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Can you hang on just for a second and let me end the show? <laughs> What a bitch. <laughs> I can't with you. Um, also, you... Uh, oh! Learn the Words, bitch, turns three years old on July 2nd. Monday, July 2nd. So come out to Learn the Words at Akbar for our three-year anniversary show. Uh, three long years. How? How? Well, How? I'm an icon, bitch. Uh, also, that's about it. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.